Hey everybody, Tyree and Kevin here with Before I Forget. Say hey, Kevin. Hey everybody. I never realized how long that intro is. It's still going. Like they can hear you, can't Kevin? But and he just said words. All right. <laughs> Listen to it on your own time. This is Rage Against the Machine and whatnot. <laughs> so hey. We are going to uh, have a different kind of show today, folks. Uh, we don't have a guest. It's just me and Kevin. And um, we're more or less going to kind of re-interview ourselves a little bit and talk about a little bit of current events in the world. Seeing as we don't have to talk about the whole Iraq thing anymore uh, on purpose, <laughs> um, we can talk about other things, right? Yeah, we. you know, we can kind of... Uh... For those new listeners, people that maybe haven't heard um, all of or much of or any of the first season, um, this can be an opportunity for you folks to get to know us folks. Word. Yeah. We are um, pretty open to talk about things on the show for the most part. Um, Yeah, we'll talk about anything. Give us some fucking topics. You know what really works really great, folks? When folks give us feedback, we'll know what yeah. to do. That will improve things. Because right now we're assuming everything is going great and you guys love it, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, we have no reason to think otherwise. Right. Yeah. But maybe there's like that one thing that people are like, I wish they would stop. Like, I wish Kevin would stop breathing in the mic so much. He's really annoying with his breathing you know what i figured out my way to stop the breathing on my end and it's annoying that i know how to do it now and i hate that i have to use it but what's that i have a noise gate a what it's a, a noise gate so through the roadcaster pro there's this like uh there's a bunch of filters for everything mm-hmm. so with proper editing and fixing and, and tweaking, you can eliminate a bunch of stuff. And I didn't realize that I had totally cut out or turned on this noise gate that cuts off my breathing. That would be nice because I'm over here doing like chocolate rain. <laughs> I mean, I'm still watching my breath, but it's still uh, cutting a lot of the noise out. You but know, it sounds annoying because I can hear it working. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think probably what might be more annoying is when I speak, I have to be pretty close to the mic. Um, But then, like, if I, you know, if I'm, if if there's a conversation going, I want to listen to it, and then, like, I'll sit back and sit away from the mic. And then, if I need to, like, if I want to interject or say something or whatever, then I have to, like, sit up and, like, like, I'm I'm way back here and it sounds really different. And then I come right back on the mic and it's like, you know, here I am. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of, otherwise, I'm just sitting here, like, And I don't think people will listen to that. I think they'd be like, please, please, just kill that guy. Why, you guys? Why is the fucking Jason from Friday the 13th in the background in the corner not saying anything? You should chime in. Sound like Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, yeah, yeah, but that's why I don't have it. I I just realized that. And I wanted to not use it so much. So uh, I have to work on my breathing. And my distance from the mic is now about a fist inch, a fist distance from the mic, and it sounds okay to me. 
But if I get way up on it like this. Well, there you are. Like my lips are, are touching it right now. And uh, apparently this is how these things are supposed to work. So I'm not comfortable with that. I'm way back here with it, though. Cause I'm, uh, you know, I've seen some videos of people using the mic that I have. Uh, I have the um, the Yeti, right? The blue. The, what is it called? The blue blue Yeti? Yeah. Like that. Blue Yeti. Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a good mic. But I've, some of the videos that I've seen, people like have it like like set like two feet away from them. And it just picks them up really, really well. And that doesn't make any sense to me because I am... Like the tip of my nose is maybe, I don't know, a centimeter away from the mic. I think there's a good chance they're using a different mic on the side if they're recording. Like a lot of people who do YouTube videos, they don't mm-hmm. just use mic audio. They use the audio from their cameras also. So right, that's uh, some of the bullshit that they do. Trickery. It's just <clears throat> Yeah, leave it to social media to really really trick us into believing what we see is reality yeah but it, you know make sure that they have good sound and audio so that's important yeah right right i mean i guess so mm-hmm. but like why put like if you're not getting your sound from that mic i mean maybe you're getting some sound and they and they're running through something like what you have that roadcaster mm-hmm. and they're like able to do some stuff but like <clears throat> i don't know i just I don't get it. No, that's Maybe probably what they're doing. It, magic. Yeah, running it through a bunch of different things so they can upload it to their YouTube with good sound and then upload it to their podcast with good sound. You know what I wonder? Just had a thought. You think anybody listening gives a shit right now? No, no, that's true. <laughs> that's fucking 100% you know I mean? like, true. Here we are just like having a normal conversation about like the show. This is y'all like this is a conversation that Tyree and I have on the back end, like to each other, not Mm -hmm. recording. And then some we talk about a lot of random stuff, though, places that we'd like to take the show um, and different guests that we want to have on. And one thing that we uh, talk about are people who um, and I don't know if this is something you want to talk about, but like people who who insist we have them on the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So let me, let me preface by saying we don't mind it, right? Like we don't mind it. If you come to us and say, Hey man, like I have this story and I I wouldn't mind telling it on your platform. Yeah. But like, don't be a pushy asshole about it. Don't be a jerk. 100 percent like i might reach out to you but don't think it's like me uh begging you to be on the show like i can change my mind like that after the the way the conversation goes so um we 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 want you to come on and and we're glad to have you on but we're not gonna fucking beg dude (laughs) don't be silly tricks of the kids yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's not to say that, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. We, I don't think we've begged yet to bring somebody on. And I think that, like, we haven't had a guest yet who hasn't been, you know, somewhat entertaining or educational or interesting to listen to. Yeah. But, man, some of the messages we get are just out there ridiculous yeah (laughs) like how cool 
are you like how highly of yourself do you think you of yourself how highly do you think of yourself that's what i meant to say how highly of yourself god damn it you know what i mean you you all know what i'm saying for for somebody to like message us and then like almost demand it but then like act all fucking snarky if we're like nah we're 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 okay honestly like you know, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, we do kind of have to pick and choose the kind of content that we want on our platform just because one, we have to look at the person Two, we have to, um, we have to look at the content. We have to look at like the story that they have. Does it align with what we want to talk about? Um, and three, one thing like, or maybe this is four, I don't remember, but like we, one thing we also have to consider is that like, we want our show to appeal to everyone. We don't want to be, um, uh, divisive and we want we want to be inclusive we want our show to appeal to as many people as possible because the people that we bring on have really interesting stories and we want everyone to hear them because people that make up the military um, tend to be of a broader uh, sociological group and and uh, yeah so we kind of want to hit everybody up with it yeah for Craig way in the back who didn't understand what you just said there's a whole lot of people who listen to our shit that do a lot of are from a lot of different backgrounds and and they have different beliefs and we try not to trample on them shits. So there you go. At the same time, like uh, if we have to, we will. And that sounds fucked up, but hey, some people's some people's opinions are weird and I don't like them. Right. So I mean, for folks that don't know, like. Tyree and I have a set of guidelines that we have implemented along the way or come up with along the way. And every now and again, like we'll encounter another person who like, Oh, that, that, that's another rule that we yeah. need to put in the mix. Um, and it, you know, it is what it is, but that shows maturity though. We're a growing, growing thing. We can't just keep doing the same thing. You know, we can have people on and they're just going to trample on our rules. Like, if we have no rules, what do we have? Right. Well, you know, and I think it's really interesting. If you go back and listen to like our first, I don't know, five, six, seven episodes and you compare them to what we're putting out now, like aside from like the sound quality and, and, and all of that, like we, we've come a pretty, pretty long way. Oh yeah. Um, in terms of uh, the flow of conversation with our guests, but also in terms of, um, like in the, in the beginning, we prided ourselves on being like, we're completely raw and we're just, this is combat infantrymen talking and we say fuck a lot. And now it's, I think, I think it is more mature, right? Because you think about like when you're a teenager and you first start to learn how to cuss or maybe you're younger than that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just learned the, the word fuck and shit and bitch. So I'm going to use them all the time in every context or in, in all the contexts, whether it's right or wrong and often as possible. And then as you get older, you're like, man, that's just, they're just words. Yeah, they're just descriptors. We don't need to like have them all over the place. So I'm I am still glad trying to see to that, like, that. We're moving in that direction. <laughs> I'm still trying to get that one down. Just visualize whenever I do say the F word, I have my pinky in the air. <laughs> so I'm classy. Yeah. But with all that being said, <clears throat> if you, and this isn't to, to deter folks from requesting or coming forward to us and saying, Hey, we'd like, I'd like, I'd like to, I'd like to be on your show. Here's what I got. Like, we still want people to do that, but like, don't be an asshole about it. Yeah. Right. Um, so if you have a story that you would like to tell, 
um, or your side of a story that's already been told, we would, we would, we, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. Um, and we would be willing to talk with you. Um, so reach out. Yeah. We're always yeah. open. Like, like seven 11, except I'm not going to answer stuff until much later. <laughs> no, I'm going to answer as, as soon as possible during business hours. And that's not at night. <clears throat> I mean, it might be, but generally not. No, it's one hundred percent not. Oh, okay, it's not. Yeah, no, no nighttime hours. No, no, closed. Yeah. <clears throat> so you said current events, though. You want to talk about current events? Okay. So one of the things that we touched on when we were having our side things was kind of the Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been quite a few shootings. I don't know if we want to get into that. Uh, I think there's been even, you know, quite a few more shootings since the last time we commented on it. Um, it's just, uh, you know, we can talk about anything for a current events, whatever's current. Yeah, I was going to say, so like on the, on the Ukraine thing, like <clears throat> I know it's still going on, but like, have you noticed how it's not in the media as much, but where our government is still handing over billions of dollars to to fund their war efforts and to secure their borders and to assist them. Meanwhile, our country is dealing with some, a potential recession. Uh, Apparently there's a lot of talk of that. I see a lot of talk of that. I mean, I don't really know y'all. I don't honestly, I'm not a, um, I'm not an economist. I don't know all of those things, but I, I do know that like, it, it's, I don't know, shit's expensive and doesn't look like it's going the right direction mm-hmm. to me. Plus you would think they would, they would look at it and be like, hey, these motherfuckers ain't got money. Let's stop and like uh, figure out what's going on. That bull is running, like this is a runaway train right now. Yeah. But at the same time, like we gotta, we gotta help Ukraine because Russia, you know? Because Russia's assholes. Yeah. Like what the fuck? They're just Russia's chilling. Government. Man, we're going to get murdered by the KGB. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, maybe. But if if the KGB or whoever the KGB has evolved to today is worried about us on our podcast, then shit. Yeah, well, they, they could are. toss off because they haven't left a, a fucking review yet. So there you go. Yeah, listen, if you're the KGB and before you come assassinate us, you need to leave a review. Thank you on our on uh, on one of our platforms mm-hmm. at least listen to the show listen to a couple of episodes form an then, opinion yeah and then leave a review and then share it if you right yeah like listen share and subscribe and then if you still feel the need to you know do your thing you know good uh good on you yeah. or ba- bad on you i don't know mm-hmm. i have a family <laughs> i have two dogs <laughs> they have nobody else but me <laughs> But no, for I mean, for real though, I wonder if that even is a legitimate concern these days. Like, I feel like back in like the '60s, like something like that was like a concern. If you were like in a position of like you know notoriety or power or famous or something, I wouldn't like you know with McCarthyism and stuff. I wonder if it's a thing now. Well, it is kind of if you think about it, um, just in a different way, different platforms. You know, if you can get on a radio show way back then and talk about something you know, spicy or some communist or anti-communist type shit. And you got everyone's ear because what the fuck else are they doing? 
You're right. Yeah, but now you you can find a way to find a specific audience somehow. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever you say is golden. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, once you know, once man. you get that little group of people, you know, that's when the KGB hears it and then they come for you and then it's night night. Yeah. When does they knock on the door? Well, Battle Road, the surprise. Yeah, I don't know. So long as they don't get, like, if I'm home and, like, they knock or ring the doorbell, the dogs will bark, and that'll be pretty annoying. Oh, no, no, it won't be anything like that. They're not just going to. okay. It's going to be, like, poison or something, so. Yeah. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like a landmine. No, that's that's too easy. No. Too easy. Poison. Mm. That way you, that way you know who it was. Oh, oh I got poison. Ah, Putin. Yeah. Hmm. So just, hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You did say like we had to get involved with Ukraine because the Russian government is a bunch of assholes. Um, <clears throat> it is interesting to kind of note though, that like, what is it? Switzerland who has been, you know, who is famous for being neutral. Mm-hmm. Or is that sweet? Switzerland, the Swiss. <laughs> who've been like, they're like famous for being neutral are like, Hey, uh, we're going to get involved. Yeah. That says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. They're over there side eyeing it. Like, Hey man, the fuck's going on over there? Not. Yeah. Take it easy. Like, Hey, we can, we can get help. I mean, we're staying out of this cause you know, y'all are crazy, but we'll get into this and then we'll all get crazy. Right. Right. <clears throat> man you know what's the the what the part is i don't think it will get to the point that they'll like use nukes you think do you think i don't think it's possible but you know anything's possible i don't know man i think obviously it would be dangerous right for the entire planet like globally like going nuclear would be would be would be the fucking end of civilization as we know it. I think, you know yeah. what I mean? I think that would definitely change things in the world. I mean, the last time that nuclear power is ever used, it changed um, the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it, it definitely set the tone for future, um, events, uh, uh, after Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but like, it's just, and it is, it is, it is a dangerous game to have those. Um, and the amount that all the countries have, like if you combine all of them, like there's so many out there, like thousands, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot to, to contend with. I think, I think they say we have more, but I mean, is there really any way to know? No, 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 no. They have more. I think they have somewhere in the neighborhood of 5,000 and we have somewhere just short of four. But a lot of theirs, I'm sorry, a lot of ours are tactical nukes. So it's not like knock out an entire city, but something the size of Hiroshima now. That's like acceptable, I guess. But like the really big ones, we don't, I don't think, they may not have like the really big city destroyers so much. But yeah, like but you said, no matter not- what, it changes the world, so... 
Yeah, I mean, even if you drop a small one, you know, in a in the right place. Yeah. You know, you drop one in the center of New York City. I mean, that that does a lot. There's a have you <clears throat> it's very interesting if you would sit back and and listen and read about how all this stuff gets deployed. Do you know how it happens? Um two people with keys turn them and then a button is pushed and then a code is entered and then a missile is launched. Okay. So from there some okay, yeah, you're you're right for the most part. Some shit happens. Okay, we're gonna launch a new codes, blah 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 blah, twist the key. Missile gets launched. The missile is actually multiple warheads. It's not just one. And then they have ghost warheads mixed in there. So when they shoot off from whatever location, they go off into space. Our and our defense mechanisms fire off at these things in space, hopefully to try to knock them out. They don't try to, like, they have to wait a long period of time before they can actually fire off because they have to try to figure out where those things are going. So it's not just one that they're fighting. They're fighting multiple. So technically, one of those intercontinental ballistic missiles can have, I believe, up to... Yeah, there you go. ICBM can carry uh, six to nine of these things, and we have a in our tests we have a success succession rate of succession a success rate of sixty uh, percent. So y'all do the math. Sixty percent of deflecting. Yes. Oh. And you don't know, like, if uh, of 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 all the ones that have been fired, you don't know which sixty percent we got and where they're headed. And this is man, this is luck of the draw. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's it's some smart whiz kid type shit. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot going on there, like tons of yeah. stuff. And it's so scary that you have to, they have to wait until, okay, we know where this one is going to land now. Now we can do something. Like, we know they shot. We just have to wait until we can figure out where it's going to land, and now we have to fight it off. You know, speaking of, of, of things like that, I read not too long ago that... So, you know what the Kuiper Belt is? Mm, no. Kuiper Belt. K-U-I-P-E-R. Oh, like stars belt. and shit? Yeah, it's the it's this belt that surrounds our solar system. Okay, right? yeah. So, I read that... Uh, so all, at any given time, there's just types of all types of like space debris, uh, rocks and asteroids, whatever you want to call them, flying through, you know, space and passing through our universe and coming through the Kuiper Belt or coming from the Kuiper Belt, and um, any one of them could have a you know a, a course that could intersect our planet, mm-hmm. and. Um, so you hear in the media all the time, like, oh, here comes, there's a giant space rock. This, so the last one I saw was like half the size of a giraffe or some nonsense. And, uh, and you know, there were memes about like Americans will use anything except the metric system to, you know, measure things or whatever. But anyway. Yeah. And they were talking about how it's like, you know, 25 million miles from Earth or whatever the number was. But so I read this thing that said for, for, Okay, so if if scientists, how how do I put it? Um, scientists would need to know they would have to watch something come from the Kuiper Belt 
like actively see it come from the Kuiper belt to be able to have enough time on earth to come up with a plan to either deflect it or destroy it or something. So five to 10 years, right? So if we're seeing something in our universe and it looks like it has a collision course with earth or it's on a collision course with earth, it's probably already too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we'd need like five to 10 years to come up with a plan. There you it's go. Kind of crazy to think. I wonder if I saw that. Surely I didn't see that in that movie. Um, don't look up, which is like the third most watched movie on Netflix in Netflix's history. I saw that the other day, which is kind of wild to me. I have to watch it. I I hear like mixed reviews about it and stuff. Well, have you seen Idiocracy? Yes, awesome, love that movie. Okay. Yeah, so Idioc it's, it's so don't look up is about the same as Idiocracy minus all of the um, outlandish nonsense in the future. It's more based in actual reality and like how the mainstream media likes to skew things and make things uh, appear not as they seem. And, you know, somebody somewhere is controlling things so they don't want people to freak out, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you watch, if you watch, don't look up, you're like, wow, yeah, no, I can absolutely see that happening. That, uh, that could be our future. That's a lot of jumping to conclusions though. Really? Like you just think? not trusting anybody with anything ever, you would constantly live under the fear of some shit happening, right? I mean, don't we already? I mean, we always have shit happening. Holy fuck, we have monkeypox now. Uh, I still don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, they're still shooting up shit. We have monkeypox, gas is a billion dollars, COVID's still chilling in the corner. Almost World War. Yeah, nuclear war is fucking in the, at the back door knocking. <clears throat> oh, and on that note, I just want to point out that like, so America, when you go back to World War II, America didn't get really involved in the in Europe until 1944, right during D-Day, which the anniversary, the 78th anniversary, just passed. Yeah, of of D-Day, the invasion of Normandy. Um, <clears throat> but the war in Europe had been going on for a few years, mm-hmm. right? Like years. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like things really kind of kicked off over there in like 41 um, with some stuff happening in like 1939. And then obviously like, you know, the third Reich and, and Hitler and all that stuff was like, you know, in full, full steam ahead in the thirties. But America didn't get involved until, Really, in Europe in 1944, we had stuff going on in the Pacific prior to that with uh, the Marines and uh, some Navy. But <clears throat> the reason I bring that up is because everything that's going on in Ukraine with Russia, like it just happened a couple of months, just kicked off a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago. Yeah. It could potentially go on for a year, two years, four years. And at some point, if that's how it works and it gets so bad, the in, the involvement from other countries across the globe may be necessary. They won't have a choice. It's going to happen. Right. <clears throat> and I don't remember who said it, right? But I think it might have been Einstein. Um, but he said, uh, somebody said, I don't know with what World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So just something to kind of keep in mind, not to like be, this is kind of turning into a doomsday episode. I feel like we need something more cheery. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can, yeah. Are you picking up on this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, positive news. Oh, um, cancer. Well, we can switch it up. Did you, huh? did you see this thing about, um, like did a, they like soft, I mean, not soft, but like, uh, cure cancer in, in some cases in a, and this really weird, not really weird, but this study that they've been doing, and I'm so happy, uh, 100% of the people that have been tested and treated for a specific sort of cancer have been treated and it's cleared completely. Really? 100% of the people in the study. So I mean, I'm not good at math, but I feel like that's all of them. That's all Mostly, of them, man. Right? That's fucking crazy. Like, Yeah, that is nuts. The fact that we, as a civilization now are smart enough to understand like this is something that is killing us at a crazy rate more than anything ever period and uh now we can we can hopefully we can really really yeah really fight back like i've you lost know, a family member for from that and i've known people who've, who've lost that uh you know yeah, and same. to me it's fucking oof man so you know when you like you go to a restaurant or a gas station or you see a commercial on TV and it's asking for donations or would you want to round up your change and donate it to this cause or that cause and it has something to do with cancer? A lot of times in my mind, I'm like, we're donating all this money or all this money is being donated or all these things are being run for all these like these these nonprofits that give the money to cancer research. Um, and I've I've always kind of wondered or thought like, man, is it, are we just kind of spinning our wheels? Is this something that like we will never figure out? Um, so that's neat to hear though, because like you said, like cancer is, is bad and it takes a lot of people and a lot of, you know, a lot of families, a lot of, a lot of loved ones, a lot of everything. And it's just, it'll be good to have something like that eradicated. Um, yeah now. Okay. Not to be more doomsday again, but like devil's advocate though, or the flip to things. Do you ever wonder if medical technology is becoming so advanced that the that we'll have too many people on this planet for the resources that the planet can provide? Hmm. I mean, I suppose. I mean, if you think about it, like our planet can only provide so much, right? Like, the resources are not infinite. It's finite. Like sure we can, we can grow more crops and we can have more animals and et cetera and so on. But like, it takes time to do those things. And then we're always at risk for something to happen. Um, you know, mad cow could wipe out, you know, the cattle industry, or we could have a terrible year of, of, of locust swarms that could just destroy all the grain fields or whatever. I mean, just a shortage of anything anywhere can cause huge ripples in that supply chain. Um, and then next thing you know, you know, like the butterfly effect, um, something small here can create something large over there down the line in the future. And now we're dealing with, you know, a planet with 9 billion people. I, you know, I know, I know we're at seven and a half billion now, but like you go, hundred years in the future, we're looking at like being like 9 billion people on the planet. Do we have the resources to, 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 you know, 
shelter all that, to feed all of those people, to water them. Like we don't even have food and water for a large portion of the planet right now. Yeah. But that's like, that's the way things are. What, what, what can you really do? You know? Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm all for like saving lives and, you know, protecting human life and longevity and all of that stuff because Lord knows I don't want to die early. Like I'm almost 40, you know, you go back 500 years and 40 is an, is, that's an old man, you know, or I'm, you know, about to die or am dead um, from some disease or war, whatever. But I don't know. It's, 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 it's an interesting thought, right? Like, are we toying around with the idea of, of, of uh, trying to extend life? Cause I mean, I've even heard that they're like, they're trying to like do some type of, Oh my gosh, I can't remember what it was called, but like cellular regeneration, um, basically to more or less make people immortal. Like they're trying to pull like DNA from this animal. I can't remember what animal it was, like a squid, I believe, or something like an octopus that is able to regenerate its own cells, like like regression, sort so to speak. Um, and it can it can potentially, without any kind of predator around, live forever. And so I've heard that they're trying to do something similar for humans. And I mean, don't be wrong, I, I would love to live forever. You know what I mean? I, I wish I could have been born like 5,000 years ago and just witnessed everything that's happened over the last 5,000, 10,000 years. Cause there's so much. I bet my brain would probably explode. Yeah, I'm sure know. there is, but man, I wouldn't want to live forever. Holy shit. You see mm. so much crap. I'm I'm sorry. I'm yeah. like the the negative Nancy in the whole group, but <laughs> yeah, but you see all you, you would see all kinds of good things too. You would, but you'd have to look. Oh no, I guess you would. You'd see everything. Yeah, all of I, I guess maybe at some point you'd be able to make an impact on some some stuff. Yeah, I mean that's plenty of time to like work your way in a certain position of power and be like, you know, hey man, say this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. So question for you, I know you're from California, so I feel like I know what your answer is, but, um, warriors or Celtics? Oh my God. It's warriors. You know why? You know why for me though? Cause you're from California. No, 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 no. Cause you like Steph Curry. No, (laughs) hell no. I'm a Laker fan. fan. I'm a Laker fan. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I would never, I would never cheer for the Celtics ever. I'd rather be that would never happen. Cause and you don't like Larry Bird? No. I don't like nothing Celtic related, period. Nothing green. You don't like the Irish? No. I kick leprechauns. <laughs> I don't like none of it. Why? 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 Because I'm a Laker why? fan and Lakers and Celtics are rivals. It's like I'm a 49er fan, so I don't like Cowboys either. It's like rival gangs. It is. It's one hundred. Well, except you know, beating people up. But you know, same thing. Yeah. So yeah, go go Warriors, I guess. But it's never uh, never Celtics. I like no, I like I, the people on the team. They're fucking awesome, Tatum and all them. But yeah. <sighs> I don't know. If they were on a different team, maybe I, not. I stopped watching. I stopped watching basketball in the nineties. Um, 
So I really don't give a shit who wins. However, like a couple years ago, was it 17 when the Raptors won the championship? Um, I was pretty excited about that because like the Raptors have always been for the most part garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then out of nowhere, they're like, bam, I'm good now. Um, so that was cool. But like, I'm, I've, I've always been kind of partial to the Boston Celtics. Obviously I've always been a Bulls fan because of the nineties and, you know, obviously like the, you know, Jordan and Pippen and Rodman and all those dudes. But, um, <clears throat> which we, you know, it would kind of make you think like, okay, if, if I was a Bulls fan, obviously that means Steve Kerr and he coaches for the Warriors. So why wouldn't I just want the Warriors to win? But here's why I don't want the Warriors to win. I'm sick and tired of the same fucking team winning every year. Well, those other teams should get better. <clears throat> you know I mean, what the problem is, though? Money? No, not money. No, dude. Fucking players do not stick it out on a team anymore. Oh, no. No, dude. Like, <clears throat> you know, like this year, you know, let's say, let's say, let's say, you know, Boston wins. So the Warriors are going to do whatever they can to recruit whatever badass player they can. Um, I mean, what was it in like a fucking eight year span? KD went from like, what, the, uh, the, the, OKC Thunder to to the Warriors. Where is he now? Where is he now? The Nets. Yeah, I mean, but why? But like, I don't think the Warriors in this particular situation need to to really rebuild it for any reason. They're fine. They don't need to get yeah. any new pieces. They're great. No worries there. You might see some movement with the Celtics, though. You know, for whatever no, reason, yeah. a lot of teams after they win a, a championship, they get rid of the big key players, but. That's that's what I'm saying though, man. Like, um, you know, uh, when Oklahoma City was doing it, like when they were kicking ass with with Kevin Durant and uh, Westbrook, mm-hmm. they had another dude I can't remember his name doing dude. really really well. And next thing you know, KD is like transferred to the Warriors. Like, and Westbrook was like, "What the fuck? What we, things were going good here?" Well, he wasn't it's, really transferred. He signed over there. It wasn't a trade. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, why and would then, he do that? Is what you're saying? It doesn't make any sense. Like players don't have any loyalty to the team, which makes it difficult for fans to give a fuck about players, even though people like players. Does I mean, uh, yeah, it makes sense. It's it's like okay. you you, you it, it, I think you are you got to do what you got to do for yourself uh, when you play a sport. I guess um, is you're already getting paid an obscene amount of money to do. Yeah, you know, but you know take care of your body xyz you're gonna go to what's the best situation for you and uh, maybe you really don't want to go down in the books like a charles barkley somebody who was great but didn't have a ring yeah and and that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of those guys so of course you know towards the end of their career maybe you might want to jump ship but i mean in in kd's case i think he should have stayed with the thunder the whole time him westbrook and and um harden they should have stayed mm-hmm. together, but you know you got to chase that ring, right? You got to be, and then they had like yeah, in-house beef and all kind of weird stuff. Like it sucks. Same shit yeah, happened in-house. to Shaq and Kobe back in the day. In-house beef, in-house beef, man. Look at the look at the fucking Bulls in the nineties, man. Like they had all kinds of problems internally, but like when they were on the court, they figured it out, right? Um, you know, I don't know. I, and and I, and I will say, I guess, like I do sound like a hypocrite, right? Because in the '90s, like the Bulls have all the championships minus like what four, three. Um, so Wait, definitely, no, five, like, they were, man. whatever. I can't math. We already went over that. 
But like, the, oh, you know, no, the, six, the, my, holy shit, six, my, I'm terrible at yeah, math. Two three beats. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so here they are, like you know, obviously dominating the um, the sport during the time. Um, and I, and I guess I see I see the point you're making where because you know, six years in the '90s where the Bulls were the champions, and there wasn't a ton of trading. I mean, they got rid of Forrest Grant and they brought in Dennis Rodman, and that was the major change at the bulls. But like you look at any other team in the nineties and they retained for the most part, their players, they drafted new people in and then they just kind of built them up to be what they eventually became to be. But like you look at Kobe, who did he play for the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Who else did he play for? That's it. Loyalty. He stuck with the Lakers through yeah. thick and thin, right? Well, he actually asked for a trade at one point, but it was like a uh, trade me or else kind of a deal. And, uh, they did the RLs part to make him happy, but you know players do that all the time. Magic played with the Lakers his whole career, but you know it ended however it ended. But he did the same thing. He asked for a trade too, so yeah, you know, they'll they'll threaten to do it, but it's rare that they stick around. Look at Dirk; he's he's stuck uh, in Dallas that his whole career. Uh, but there's a bunch of guys, um, but I can't fault people for you know leaving like hey uh i'm i'm putting my whole my my body on the line here and you guys aren't giving me the pieces that i need to succeed that bounce you see that all the time in baseball and shit like that yeah but how long does it take for a team to like really get on and you know get on board and get online with each other dude look at the angels i don't know shit about baseball, okay man. i love baseball um the angels started off strong as hell this season they got so much money Trout and that um, Otani, and uh, they just lost like thirteen or fourteen in a row. Like, come on now, they're supposed to be a good team. Like, what the fuck is going on there? So they fired their manager and then they start winning. But yeah, like in in Mike Trout's case, like his whole career is being wasted on this team when the management can't get anything right. And yeah, you want to stay loyal, but you want a ring too. And it's like, ugh, not working out. So do you still stay with an organization that can't get their shit together? Do you, you know, go someplace else that has money and they're willing yeah, to, no. to work with you? I, I, I think when you, when you, if you look at like the organization, if they're fucked up, then, yeah, you know, that's a different ball game. <laughs> that's, a, that's, 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 a, that's a little different, right? When you're talking about a whole organization just being fucked up from the top down or whatever but they kinda, i don't know man the, the it's angels really hard for me to give a shit about for a minute. if their players are just constantly all over the place yeah i like baseball i, I uh, i'm not a enormous basketball fan but i it, it gets annoying with me too like uh i hate to see players jump from team to team but i get it now as an adult you got to go where you can protect yourself and your body and uh, and get paid. Whoever's going to write the biggest check, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I, and I guess the same applies to, you know, us as working people, right? Like, you might be working at a job that pays you $20 an hour. And, you know, you hear about this other job that you're definitely qualified for that might be a little bit better. Um, it's going to pay you $2 more an hour. Like, do you take it? Do you even apply? Well, I mean, yeah, duh, right? So I, I mean, I can see it. Yeah, I totally see it. 
Like, uh, yeah, no, I totally see it. I get it fully. But I would like to see people stick around with their teams a little bit more. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Because I, I hear about, like, somebody talking about a player. I'm like, oh, don't they play for this team? Like, no, man, that was, like, two years ago. Like, well, they just got there then, though, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I can't keep because I don't watch enough of it to, like, really, you know, fucking... Like, oh wow, that's cool. You know, I, I don't know, man. I just maybe I'm bitching about something I don't know anything about. <clears throat> <laughs> well, learn some more about it. Sports Center, the ESPN, all that. I don't really do that. I get the notifications from the ESPN app though, so oh. that's a thing. Apparently, somebody won UFC last night. That's fun. Somebody won UFC. <laughs> yeah, there were fights last night. I don't remember who won or. Or what? But I don't know. I don't really care about UFC either. UFC's not bad. I'll uh, I'll, I'll watch it. I know about what's going on on the screen, but oh, you got him in the in the pretzel twist. Oh shit! Take it down. <laughs> pretzel twist. He just smashed his face with his elbow. Whoa, damn! It's, it destroyed his whole face. It's gone. Like wow. I know. On the on the serious tip, I think it's shit's awesome. Like uh, you should know how to. I'm not saying you should know how to take people down with one punch, but you should know how to defend yourself. And these dudes are like, you can't get any better than these guys who do this. So yeah. you should watch it. This no, is man. Here, so here's my, here's my bone to pick with the UFC. Is like, you go back to like the early UFC when it was like this martial art versus that martial art uh, to see which one was the best. And then you had people that are like, oh, shit, man, it's hard to contend with these Muay Thai guys and these uh, Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu guys. So, yeah, I may know a little bit of karate, but I'm going to train a little bit in some judo and some jiu-jitsu so that, like, if I'm taken to the ground, which, you know, statistically, right, 90, 95 percent of all fights go to the ground um, almost immediately. Well, now I know how to defend myself when I'm there. And so then you know, what it morphed into was MMA, right? So mixed martial arts. So you go to an MMA gym and you're going to learn boxing, kickboxing, like Muay Thai, right? Like jujitsu, judo, um, um, and uh, various other types of martial arts that they may offer. And, you know, and that's cool, right? But we, it's gone away from, you know, your martial art versus my martial art. And now it's like, we all know the same shit and we're just seeing who can, you know, who has better technique on this and that. Well, I mean, that's fine. But if I wanted to watch two people on the ground doing uh nogi uh, jujitsu, then I could just watch that. There's, there are competitions for that. If I wanted to watch stand up Muay Thai, I could just watch that. There's plenty of that. And they're better fucking Muay Thai fighters. I just, it's just, it's just extra. I don't know. It just seems like nonsense to me. I mean, I get that. You want to see different fighters go at different things, but, you know, you got to put the best you got. And if the best two people just have to be grapplers only, then that's what you got. Yeah. <clears throat> but at the same I time, know, like I said, it's cool to watch. Like, these dudes are really putting their lives on the line for real. And Literally. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's a cool sport. Hats I mean, especially off to those in some of the leagues that are out there. Yeah. Right? Because there's other leagues other than UFC. Um, I can't name. I, I can't think of many, but like I'm, Pride comes to mind. Right? Bell four. I don't even know if Pride's still a thing. I think it is. 
when I when I when I was watching Pride years ago, like I, I if I remember right, they were still allowing like hammer fists to the face and, and heel stomps. Like, what the fuck? Hey man, it's real in these streets. Have you seen like there's a thing like uh, bare knuckle brawling? Like there's an yeah. actual that's fucking crazy. It is wild what <laughs> people will do for money or a belt or um, a shiny trophy, um, or if you're in the military, a ribbon on your uniform. <laughs> It is, it is, it is really funny. Well, you got to be the best, right? If you're doing it, if you're doing it, why not be the best at it? I guess. Yeah. I don't just show up like I'm trying to win this shit. For sure. And then that was another thing, man. Like it got to the point where it was like the shit talking was like something you would find in WWE or WWF. Yeah, that you definitely. Know, like, put I'm me gonna off. find you, brother, and I'm gonna rip your fucking <laughs> face off and shit down your nose or whatever people say. I don't know, man. It just it's just a lot. Like it's just a combination of all the things that are already out there, and it's, it really comes down to like it's good marketing, it's good advertising, it's good bringing people in. Like you know, oh shit, like this fighter hates that fighter. Yeah. It'd be really interesting to see them in the octagon because they're just gonna go ham on each other. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it goes the entire length of the fight, and it comes down to a unanimous decision. Yeah. <sighs> Come on. For everybody that is listening, if you're curious, I don't train in MMA. I have trained in jujitsu and I've done the army combative stuff or whatever, but like it's just my opinion, right? That like the do we put that at the beginning of show still? Oh, sometimes. These are the opinions of these two dickheads. It's just my opinion. I don't know. <clears throat> I think I'm negative Nancy today. Maybe I'm on my period. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to have to edit that out. Edit. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, man, men have hormonal fluctuations as well. Yeah, I know, but you can't. You got to call it something else. You can't call it a oh, period. Right. Sorry, ladies who may get offended by me using the term period in reference to my uh, male hormone fluctuations. God, they're going to fucking send you KGB for you. <laughs> Over. Yeah, they're going to be calling up Mr. Putin. Yeah. Hey, listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. Can you poison him? And it's rhetoric. Ah, man, there's so much other news we can get into, but that's a spicy subject also. Right? Like the, um, oh man, no. Not even going to go there. What? At all. What? The, uh, whole Roe versus Wade reversal thing. Oh, God. I just thought about that, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go there. You know how that was like a hot topic for a little while on the news, and then suddenly not so much. Yeah. Hmm. That's the way it goes. I mean, it's still a topic for some folks. They're doing marches for it now. That's just because they're organized back then, and now they're happening now, but so much has happened between now and then. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some shooting protests within a few weeks because that's just when they're planned to happen. I don't know. It is it is wild to me, all the things that we keep hearing about, you know, overturning Roe v. Wade, um, attacks on the Second Amendment, um, you know, funding other pe- other countries while our country is, you know, financially struggling and trillions of dollars in debt. <clears throat> It's uh it's an interesting it's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah. A guy I worked with the other day said, 
wow, I'll get to see two recessions in my lifetime. Crazy. <laughs> and he's in his mid-20s. Yeah. It is interesting, an interesting time to be alive, for sure. You know, I read this thing that, like, if you talk to somebody who was born in, like, what was it, like, 1915, <clears throat> you know, and they live for 100 years, all the things that they would have seen or experienced in their lifetime globally. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you're talking both world wars and the cold war, Korean war, Vietnam war, uh, the Gulf war, Panama, Grenada, uh, the Iran, Iraq war. Um, uh, the, uh, what was it? Uh, genocide in the um, Eastern Europe with the Slobodan Milosevic and then the global war on terror in Iraq and Afghanistan pushing into Syria and Iran and, Yemen and the conflicts in Africa and yeah. that's just war stuff and that's not even all of them you know what I mean <clears throat> and then you're talking about like the Great Depression and um, recovery from that prohibition um, just uh, just space you know exploration I think uh, were cars yeah cars were already a thing I think in 19 yeah like, like, what, like 1908 or something like that when the first car was made yeah they were around yeah, but like you're talking like just the the way cars have changed from 1915 to 2015, and then like it's this place space exploration because we, you know, landed somebody on the moon in 1969. You know, the first flight I think was in 19, maybe that was 1908. But like we go from basically a you know an airplane made out of paper and sticks to now we have shit that flies you know faster than the speed of sound and can you know travel traverse the Earth in you know a matter of hours. Um, you know, satellites in orbit and the internet and email and all this, right? Mm-hmm. You think about like, I was born in 1982, right? So like from 82, let's say I live to, you know, 2082, um, like the, the amount of things that, that we'll see, but especially with like, because we came around um, during a time when, you know, cell phones weren't much of a thing. They did, they did start to exist in the, in the eighties. Um, but like, you know, like texting and smartphones and all that stuff were like, uh, you know, science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were talking about like, you know, the medical advances in, you know, the cure for cancer, um, was a, a, you know, a dream right at that, at that point. Right. Yeah. It was something that like they were obviously looking forward to. Um, <clears throat> when we were alive, like, smoking was okay <laughs> you know oh yeah advertisements um, on tv back then yeah right it was a, it was it was a thing right so like you know just all the ad- advancements that we've experienced even in the last 20 years um well go let's go back to all oh, let's go back to y2k so the year 2000 right so last last 22 and a half years i mean <clears throat> the hot thing was man you were super cool if you had a cd a discman that had the anti-skip feature <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Go jogging with your walker disc, man. Yeah. Like, and now, you know, you've got, I mean, I can stream music on my phone from, you know, Apple or because I use Apple music, right. Or, or, or Spotify or Pandora or iHeartRadio or any of the other various platforms that you can get music from. You can listen to our podcast on any one of these platforms. Mm Mm-hmm. That wasn't a thing 22 and a half years ago. No. The podcasts weren't even a thing 22 and a half years ago. Talk show, talk radio, right? Like you had like radio hosts that could go on and like ramble about whatever. They had their own hour or whatever it was on whatever 
um, FM or AM station they were on, um, or they were broadcasting from home on their own ham radio. Um, you know, but like you had to be tuned into their station when they were talking. Yeah. It's just, it's just wild to me. So I mean, how is it going to be 80 years from now? Or I'm sorry, math (laughs) 60 years from now. Wow. It's Um, 60 years. Ain't really, it's not that far away. Hopefully we all get to see it. But I mean, like you're saying, as fast as things are going now, I'm sure they're going to be like way ahead of time in the future later in time. We'll go back 60 years from now. What year is that? 1962? Yeah, back in the 60s. <clears throat> I mean, whether we were just now landing on the moon, but that's a that says a lot too. Like we were putting people on the moon in the 60s. Now we we don't have baby formula. <laughs> like shit's different. It's different, man. Like we've we've gone leaps and bounds in one direction and the other stuff is just getting getting neglected yeah it is interesting yeah what's the what do you think this the solution is is do you think it's a um a a new world order what do you mean the solution to all of our global issues oh man i don't know what'll fix it i have no idea (laughs) um fuck man America's not the answer because we can't get our shit together. We got to look at other countries and see how they do things. Maybe I have no answers for anything. I don't know. Think. It's it's think how okay. You're asking me, a guy who I hurt my balls today because I sat on them, and they're hurting <laughs> all day today. And you're asking me, how do I <laughs> fix the world's problems? <laughs> Listen, I can't even fix the sitting on my balls problem. Yeah, <clears throat> guys, you know, you know, you know what we're talking about. That that yeah. sucks. That's yeah, nice. the like, older you get, the more it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, yeah, I don't know what the solution is either, but um, <laughs> it's got to be something, though. We got to do something because we're not going in the right direction. You know, you say look at other countries for like see what they're doing influence or not influence, but um, to see like, uh, Oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Just to look at other countries and see what they're doing and see how we can, maybe, maybe we can take from them. But like we, I think honestly we should probably look in the past because there's been a ton of empires who have risen and fallen and we can look at their history and, and look at the events that led to their uh, ultimate uh, demise. And we can say, okay, we can, we can say with, um, a fair amount of certainty that it was this chain of events that m- maybe if it hadn't happened, that civilization might have lasted longer. Mm-hmm. And then we can compare that to what modern day civilizations are doing, modern day um, empires, and say, we're seeing these same patterns. Um, maybe we should not. Yeah. Because you know there was a um, did I talk about that before the AI this AI programming? No. Um, what about I don't it? Know if I mentioned it, huh? What about it? Well, there's this like supercomputer back in the day that they ran some like um, I I don't know I can't remember they ran a program on it or, or something right that said okay like they wanted to kind of see like when the fall of humanity globally would happen 
right? And they, I guess they entered in all this data, like all this history, blah, blah, blah. And I guess it concluded that it would happen around 2040. Hmm. Well, then a couple of years ago, I guess they redid the experiment with some type of like AI supercomputer, something far more advanced than the previous one. And its conclusion was about the same. Makes sense. Awfully scary because here we are in 2022, halfway through it. So we're 17 and a half years away from what a computer says could be the end of time. Or not time, but like the, you know, world as we know it. Yeah. You know, but the but when people say the end of the world as we know it, like little things change. Like they, the world as we know it has changed several times while me and you have been alive. So, yeah. Um, no, but I think it was talking about a collapse. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. It's just uh, two sides can never get on the same page. And you think they would want to do that for the sake of humanity. But like like you said, look at the past. You know, those yeah. empires have been around for way more years than we have. We're just now getting started and we're fucking stumbling, man. We're fumbling the ball. And it's, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, pretty sad. I'm terrified. Like, I don't want to have any more kids. I don't want to put any, any more kids in the, the mix with this. Because this is nuts. Yeah. This is definitely <clears throat> has to be our most doomsday episode ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably You're going to die, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> needs to go in the description. Um, yeah. Caution, bad vibes ahead. I think I found the title for the episode. You're going to die, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think on that note, well, yeah. you know, honestly, this whole time we've been talking, I have my computer open and it's up on this web, web page and it's a picture of a, an Abrams tank. Um, shortly after firing and there's this big fireball coming out of it. You know what I mean? It's very just, you know, very tank. (laughs) Maybe that's what has my brain dialed in on all this like negative shit. I I blame myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are you being a negative Nancy today? It's been a weird day after I set up my balls. It was just all downhill. Yeah. That's a, that is a bummer. Yeah, you I haven't done that in a while. Oh yeah, you, you had some kind of ball fountain of youth going on over there. No, God, no, no, Mm-mm. nope. Uh, they are just as you remember them. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck it all. And on that note, <laughs> ladies and gents, that's a good place to end this show. Um, Is it? Yeah, it's a great strip place to end the hey. show. Yeah, you're right. Le- let leave the people curious and wanting more. That's what yeah. it is. Because they're gonna be curious now. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck? What do we know about Kevin's balls?" He used to whip him out all the time. I can't even. I did. I did. I can't even act like that wasn't even a thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I even what time is it? Oh, it's skin thirty. Look at this. Uh, fucking weirdo. That's true. I did. I, I did. Used to do the watch thing. I mean, use your imagination. Oh, oh no. Okay, yeah. Fuck no. Never mind. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'm not going into detail, <laughs> detail on that. Use your imagination, man. Yeah, right. Good lord. Thank you. And on that note, we will end the show. Uh, thank you for everyone for uh, listening. Thank you for everyone for listening. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for putting. If you made it to this point in the show, 
on this show. Yeah, this show. Congrats. What is wrong with you? You made it. You made it. You get the the, the ribbon. Matter of fact, um, listen, I'm going to put out a thing. Yeah. If you've made it to this point in the show, find our Facebook page, right? Which is Before I Forget Podcast, the podcast, right? Find the Facebook page and on the post that this show will be posted on, comment the word blue. Um, no, Batwing. That's good. See if they paid attention. See if they paid attention. See if they made it this far. Yeah. Good. Code Good word idea. Batwing. Batwing. Okay. And on that I note, um, have a good one, y'all. Thanks for listening. Please like, listen, share, subscribe, share. And uh, we'll be back for more shit later. Yep. Peace. <laughs>